Welcome to Level Up with Sherelle and Danny. We're here to help you take your health, fitness, and mindset to the next level. It's time to level up. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Level Up with Sherelle and Danny. Today we are talking about building habits 101. So our tips and tricks. Mm. I really don't know how many times we would have uh, referenced James Clear on the podcast, oh, like talking about the book. I feel like I've sold like 500 copies of that book to like people. I'll be like, you have to read Atomic Habits. You have yep. to read it. It underpins everything. Like we get habits. tagged in it like every day nearly. <laughs> I know. And even like he just says things and you're like, oh, it just makes sense, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. So today's episode is based around the book Atomic Habits and our interpretation with our real life experiences because both you and I, Sherelle, have read that book. I've started listening to it again on an audio book um, and it just relates so much to our way of thinking now. We really embody um, the principles that James talks about. So we would love to share it here. Yeah, we're all monkeys at the end of the day. (laughs) And just for (laughs) reference, we're all monkeys, like in the way that we think. Oh, yeah. Monkeys are my favourite animals. (laughs) One thing I will say is don't spend oh don't spend money on the audible you can get listen to it for free on spotify atomic habits oh there you go because mm, i mm. had six audible credits because you know oh, you 11. get credits every month 11. 11 yeah i just um i downloaded a whole bunch of um things but okay there you go free on spotify so listen to our podcast first and then the book yeah before yeah, we get into it though what's been happening in your your world danny over this week Yeah. Um, So last week we released the lockdown episode and then um, shortly after found out Sydney's in lockdown for another month. So we're good there, but feeling in good spirits about everything. I mean, it's always just that initial shock of, you know, what's next? Oh my God, another month. You know, I felt a bit down for the day, not seeing family and stuff, but then you sort of just pick yourself up and get on with it. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. As I said, I might be different, you know, in two days' time, but it is what it is and it's all okay. So Mm -hmm. um, sticking with my habits and having a routine every day, a little bit of variety, a little bit of um, consistency, it's all, you know, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's really, it's a really fitting time to talk about habits um, actually and rituals because it's super important. Like, and they speak a lot about this in regards to like mental health, like how important routine is and just having consistency in your life. And I feel like a lot of habits as well, like when you don't um, or when you don't obey like a habit that, you know, serves you, it's almost like a domino effect for everything else. It's like in the morning. Okay. You know, if you skip breakfast or if you don't, you know, have your multivitamin or whatever that that starting habit is yeah it can like tip everything over it's like oh I won't track my steps I won't hit my macros Mm. I'm not going to the gym and it's so interesting because it's that all or nothing mindset and I notice it show up when I don't adhere to boundaries that I know serve me okay yeah Mm. interesting has anything changed for you since Melbourne came out of lockdown in terms of you know your day-to-day and what you do um, nothing's changed, but what I do notice, and we will talk about this is just how much easier, um, it is to adhere to mm-hmm. habits and, and rituals when your lifestyle is set up optimally to be able to comply. So for example, I was just in a really good swing of just getting up in the morning, going for a morning walk, um, and going and doing my morning cardio. Cause I'm in yep. still at the moment. And that, yeah. that was just my thing. Whereas, you know, I've been doing, then obviously lockdowns happened and I was doing my cardio with my spin bike, which I'm so grateful for, by the way, mm. like so grateful for it. But like, 
in my lounge room watching the Olympics. Like, and it just it just changed my ritual and routine. And yeah. that in itself, that's when I had to turn the discipline muscle up a little bit mm. and be like, mm. I don't fucking want to do this. Like, yeah. I don't really want to do it. Mm. Um, because environment is so important. Like, and I love like zoning and having different places for different things and whatnot. But yeah, all I notice is just the friction that I might have to adhering to certain habits, like step targets, like my morning cardio, like yeah. journaling, reading, and and things just have to change. And all of a sudden, you might feel like it's harder to do certain things. Yeah. Yeah. Really well said. And sometimes habits that have served you in the past aren't serving you anymore based on that big change of environments. Mm. You know, you had your spin bike that you were so excited. You got the sand on it so you could, you know, really utilize it. And then, Mm. you know, something changed down the track with lockdown and all of a sudden that spin bike became Mm. different to you. Actually, I purchased a real, real spin bike, like a proper legit spin bike remember how i had the stand i had my oh you don't do that anymore that's not it i had an i've got an actual spin bike now i was how good tearing that thing up and i was like i'm this thing's gonna come off it's gonna fall down that's how the hell are you sprinting on that yeah (laughs) so i got a proper spin bike and that's i was like i i do like like it's fine it's better than what i was using yeah Um, okay (laughs) but it's you know it's not a stand master or it's not a fan bike it's there's no option it's just this is what you got to do because this is what you've got So that's why I'm like, I don't really want to, but part of habit is consistency. And whether I want to or not, that's what I've got to do to keep, um, I guess, the habit there. Yeah, brilliant. So the definition of a habit is a behavior that is repeated enough times to become automatic or unconscious. Mm. Now, this can be of benefit because if something is sort of automatic, we don't put as much brain power and energy into it. And then that will free us up for other things that need that brain power Mm. and they can be both good and bad, which we'll get Mm. into a little bit later. Mm. What about you, Danny? Like in in terms of habits and routines, I know that you said that you're mixing things up and doing things different, not being as structured. So what have you noticed that's different about, you know, lockdown for you at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of these unconscious habits started doing my head in, Um, (laughs) but I'm, I'm, the bulk of my habits are quite similar, you know, Mm. so wake up, do my morning ritual, vitamins, whatever, um, read a book if I need to, make the bed, all of that stuff is the same because I don't want to become sloppy. I am waking up a little bit later um, Mm. just because and because I'm going to bed a little bit later. So that's changed. Still doing the morning walk to get my coffee. Um, But today, for example, you know, we started doing our, Paul and I, we started doing our normal walk that we do every day and looked at each other like, ugh. How about we go to the beach? So then we just went to the beach um, and just changing things up in that way. So it's like the same habits, but doing them a little bit differently because then you become present. Like it, it breaks that unconscious, you know, just walking same street. You're you're not present where today I was like, wow, that house is awesome. Oh my God. Look at those trees. Like Mm. I was so present and it just made uh, the old habits very enjoyable and new. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting that you say that. I was um, listening to our podcast. Um, it was like a business podcast and they were talking about um, making people addicted to certain things and creating habits and, and routines. They were talking about Spotify. Mm-hmm. So it was really interesting. You know, when you go on Spotify, it's got the discovery playlist. Like, yeah, and yeah. It's like all the music that um, like it's, it's new and trending, but that you would like. Yeah. Um, 
what they did at the start when they first released that discovery is there was a glitch in the system. So it was supposed to be a discovery playlist with all new music, like completely new, but just based off your interests. Um, But what they accidentally did when they created this playlist is that some of your old most played songs went into the playlist. Okay. So some of the things that you're familiar with um, were bled into that. And what happened was the, um, I guess the, the plays or the likes or the subscribes to that playlist went like through the roof and they're like whoa where now we accidentally put songs that people like or that they're yep. familiar with familiarity yeah. um into this playlist and what they realized is that through one of the things that we enjoy and we get addicted to and that we like is having something familiar um yeah. but just just slightly different enough so that it keeps us interested or excited. And that something I was like, true. so interesting because that's what a lot of big brands do. They might bring out a new collection or they'll do something, but it will have theme colors or something. So you don't know why you still trust it, Oh my God. Um, but they do. And I was like, well, that's so smart. Um, and I was, I was just reflecting on that as you were saying, like, you know, I still do the sense. things with this. I just changed the path a little <gasps> bit because I know I enjoy it. There you go. Well, that is so relevant and so cool. Yeah. You get a taste test of what you're familiar with, but then there's that element of excitement without going too far out of your comfort zone. Brilliant. Yeah. 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 Very good. Um, Now, when it does come to changing habits, you know, people often new year, new me, and they just overhaul everything and, you know, Mm. go well for a little bit and then they drop off and go back to old ways. Well, it's because a lot of people really think that you do have to overhaul everything where a matter of fact, you actually don't. So it is about those tiny 1% changes Mm. that will lead you to your destination in the long term. You don't have to get there straight away. Mm. Like for example, a comp rep, right? We don't just gas ourselves for a week and then we end up in stage physique or with a stage Mm. physique. Well, Mm. no, every day we put in the time and then mm. we get there by the end of 16 20 weeks mm, yeah the power of tiny gains right and i feel like tiny gains. it's so easy to talk about it um for fitness but it's actually everywhere like it's everywhere and everything we do there's no sexy like you know no matter what you see like I walked past this sign and it was like, lose 20 kilos in 28 days. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious, man? Yeah. But I'm like, this is like, (laughs) yeah, literally these things like detoxes and all these sorts of things that promise quick fixes, Mm. right? It's Mm -hmm. the same with business coaches, six six figures in 12 months. It's like, shut up. You know, it's the same with like. Oh, six figures in 12 months. Maybe realistic, maybe for some people. (laughs) But are you catching what I'm throwing? I'm catching what you're throwing. It's like learning a new language too. You don't, you know, the next day you know how to speak Spanish all of a sudden. You put 20 minutes away a day and slowly chip away at it or reading a book or things like that. One percenters add up. Yeah, one percenters add up. And I feel like when you first start doing anything, right, like, the like smaller is better you might not actually realize that oh okay we're just getting up and doing like 500 steps in the morning you know it doesn't have to be this big hour-long walk but if Mm. you just start with doing this it becomes easier and I guess that's one of the terms that James always talks about in terms of habit stacking so when you start with those micro goals or those micro habits and you manifest them over time add a little bit more add a little bit more it doesn't seem like it's hard work and that's Mm. the thing like with habits there shouldn't be a huge amount of friction if you're really pushing and grinding you know it's not actually sustainable 
Yeah, so well said. And that is with anything. So if you gently ease into the new habit, then it will become a part of your routine, a part of your lifestyle. You're not going to resent it. And then it becomes a system, okay? Because we always talk about setting goals and things, right? And that's all good and well. But to set the goal so far ahead without sort of, you know, making the process embodying it and and making that system a part of who you are you're destined to not reach that goal I mean Mm. we always talk about it getting on stage you know we love the process we love our systems Mm. going for our walk tracking our macros you know training hard in the gym that is our system and then a byproduct of that is the goal Mm. of getting you know stronger or getting on stage or things like that so I think a lot of people are too in love with the goal they hate the system on the way they reach the goal and then they stop all their systems, you know, yeah. post-comp where people overhaul everything, yeah. things like that. So we need to spend more time loving our system. Yeah, yeah. And I, to be honest, like when I, I didn't know what a system was until I started a business. I was like, mm-hmm. system, what is a system? Someone's mm-hmm. like, what is a system? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like systematic? Like what's a system? Mm. Rather than being like, what are the things that structure everything that you do? Like what are the, what's the skeleton? Like because when things fall through or when you like, you know, make a mistake or fail or get overwhelmed, it's because a system hasn't been able to hold up. And when I say a system, I say system in terms of business, but in, I guess in fitness, I might say process. Like it's just a process that you adhere to. It's a structure, it's a policy, it's a procedure. It's like something that's on autopilot. Um, And yeah, I think it's really important to make sure that you do have your processes in order or at least know what important processes are. You know, like if you've only got so many hours in the day and you know, need to get up at this time to get all these things done so you don't get overwhelmed that's the system you need to focus on is like getting up at that time not doing the things because if you create the time that's really sort of the system in itself yeah yeah or even you know outsourcing staff members and things like that just to keep that going or Mm. if you find yourself repeating a task over and over and over again systemize it that's what Mm. people talk about because then it takes out all the brain power in those tiny tasks where you can focus on the bigger picture again and again things become automated things become a habit Mm. then you can spend more energy elsewhere Mm, yeah for sure and I just think I think it's so relevant to to like business as well like do you have any systems that you really heavily rely on when it comes to your own business well absolutely they're all internal now I'm not sort of going to go um you know on a tangent on the intricate things but even just email marketing and have automating automating um things that get sent out or you know using certain frameworks for for some of the books that I'm writing you know I've got templates and things Mm. um I use a lot of yeah things like that, templates, like automated services, Um, not when it comes to my coaching and things, but just on the little, you know, posting on social media and stuff like that. Um, Mm. I don't have any staff members working for me, so I can't really talk about that. Um, Mm. But in terms of, you know, um, things that I've repeated over and over and over again, I love my spreadsheets. I love my data collecting, things like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Those structural mm. and even with like Google Calendar, right? Google like Calendar, heavy yeah. systems, um, apps, like fantastic ways to use them. But even yeah. like talking back on habit tracking, I guess, like it's just really important that like your systems and your processes, you actually know what the important ones are as well to adhere to them. And like yeah. I said, because if you don't adhere to one, it can be that domino effect. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, So, you know, we always talk about ways to better ourselves and everything. So today we're kind of going to 
put everything into bite-sized pieces that people can follow or at least be aware of um, on how to build better habits because at the end of the day, it is about doing them in a way that takes the least amount of effort for it to be realistic. Um, So should we get into the habit loop? Yeah, for sure. So in in, um, James Clear's book, he speaks about um, this thing called the habit loop. And basically it's like referring to number one, there's a cue. So there's something that is cueing or like stimulating you to do a particular thing. And it's really easy to think about it when you think about negative habits. I Mm. feel like the things that draw you in. So Mm. probably something that's going to apply to everyone here is going to be social media, you know, Mm. and that it's really easy to see like, a cue is going to be like a notification. It's going to be like, oh, I see it, a ding, a bing, something comes up and it it cues you or draws you in to actually um, pursuing the habit itself. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So then just even being aware of that is one way to catch yourself out. Be like, oh, okay, I actually do spend a lot of time on social media. And you can even go into your screen time on your phone to kind of have a look and go, wow, it's like six hours a day. So by you catching yourself out, you know, being aware of it, that's the first step. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. And I was even um, chatting to a client the other day about um, the social media at the moment because it's just there's a lot going on. There's a lot going. And even I'm like far out, like it's feeling heavy for me. Mm -hmm. And it's really important to, to notice like, when these things are so heavily present, how they're impacting you to then actually, like even before that cue, like recognizing far out, maybe it is social media that is the negative habit at the moment that is making me feel this certain way. And then what's the cue? Like what is the thing that's drawing me in there? Is it because it's down the bottom of my phone screen? Mm. Or is it because like, like I said, there's a notification or is it because, you know, that's the only place I can talk to my friends. So when I, I miss yeah. someone, that's a cue, that that loneliness feeling, it makes me gravitate towards that. Yeah, yeah. Or even, you know, having your phone in the bedroom or oh, yeah. having it as part of your habit to wake up and check your phone. Um, that's the only bad thing about like aura rings because the first thing I want to do when I wake up is check my sleep. Um, mm. but I've even had to be really disciplined to not do that straight away because then, you know, all the text messages from the night before are on there. Yep. So out of sight, out of mind. For me, the first half an hour, I don't touch my phone. I keep it in mm. the other room. I wake up, do what I need to do. And then, yeah, that's how I manage that cue. But mm. too many people still wake up, check their phone, check the news, start the day in a shit mood, and then mm. the day takes them for a ride. Yeah. And honestly, I haven't been very good lately. I've definitely been what checking my phone in the morning. Um Mm-mm. But I don't charge it. I'm sort of, I'm sort of like the other way. I feel like I'm pretty, I'm more diligent at nighttime. Like I'll put my phone away and yep. wind down, charge my phone in the bathroom, and do all those sorts of things because I see the um, the instant impact if I don't do that. I can't get yep. to sleep and I'm wired. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when I wake up, I'm like, yeah, cool, get on with my day. I'm usually out the door and I'll go for a walk and reply to people and listen okay. to music and put a podcast on or something like that. But yeah, Good. getting back to the habit loop, number one is cue. So yep. notification, like what is, what is the cue that's actually drawing you in? And number two is craving. So that's very yeah. interesting. And when you say craving, I just think of like food, don't you? Always, always. <laughs> yeah. But we do crave social media. We crave connection. We crave interaction. You know, this is what um, technology is very um, manipulative when it comes to that. So mm. even when you first open up Instagram, they've added like half a second delay to going to um, the homepage when you open oh, the app. They've done that on purpose. 
Yeah. Why? In our brain, because it ingrains um, like waiting, like it ingrains that that oh. urge of like you're waiting for something. Hesitation. I think I think that's that what reminds me of the old days where like you'd have to wait for the computer to load. Yeah, oh. the thing spins around, or those yeah. dots appear in the bar, and you're waiting. Yeah, or you you have to use the dial-up cable. Oh, connect it. Make sure yeah. no one's using the phone. Get off the phone. No one's using yeah. it. It makes yeah. all that high-pitched noise. Mm. Kids will never know what we had to do. Yeah, Man, it's variable. Time. But anything that's variable, yeah, like yeah. the pokies, you don't know what's going to happen or whatever. Yeah, it's like that's that, that mimics like yeah, our brain chemistry to make us more addicted to something. And technology is just so on top of this. Oh, they don't even it. know. They're fucking um the swiping a news feed is the same feeling as swipe like the slots in the pokies oh it yeah, is true they've mimicked that um yeah. but in terms of craving you know it's a, attractive it's satisfying we get those rewards you know um but there are little tricks to use it in a positive way not just from an addictive way mm. so for example let's just say you have to get your steps in okay can't be bothered today but you still get on the treadmill well use that reward system uh by putting on your favorite tv show while mm. you're getting your steps yeah in. or like you're on the bike watching the olympics you know yeah. sort of yeah. to distract yourself mm. yeah absolutely habits are good and bad do you know what i mean and the same mm. with like things like social media are good and bad just depends on how you use them so yeah. you know when it comes to like the craving it's just about identifying like is that a good thing or a bad thing it's the same as like food right like mm, you mm. walk past the suvalaki stand right i see uh, it i smell it i crave it i want it i got it you know and that's sort of how like the trigger yeah. loop goes around in circle yeah, yeah, yum. I'm having suvas because it's my birthday next Tuesday. Oh, it'll, be, it'll be my birthday on Tuesday, actually, when this is released. Um, mm. Yeah, and we're going to Everyone have say happy birthday to Danny. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Do you have um, any plans for your birthday? Yeah, lockdown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to, you know, uh, with the immediate family because you're allowed to do that apparently. Yeah. Um, God, that's crazy. So, yeah, we're going to have like nice souvlakis, but, you know, healthy souvlakis on the on the cold barbecue actually. So it's funny oh, so that you good. mentioned that. Um, but I'm still in a deficit, man. I'm loving this dieting. I'm just not going to get on the stage, but I'm still dieting with you, man. Yeah, so, yeah. awesome. We can... How are you finding dieting in ISO? Like is it um... – do you notice any more, I don't know, cravings, cues, triggers oh, in shit, regards yeah. to habits? Yeah. 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 You just got to keep yourself busy and um, just not eat your sorrows away and things mm. like that. I haven't had any, you know, crazy moments, but again, just experimenting with cooking new healthy foods or, you know, foods, um, you know, that still are within my macros. That's enough variety for me at the moment, but yeah. I don't feel as anal about it and I don't feel as stressed. So therefore I'm not as hungry. Yeah. yeah. If Good that point. makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So it's actually okay. Um, mm. So yeah, cravings um, or another way to do it is sort of enjoying a favorite meal after a task. So you go to, or coffee or something. So you get your workout in, even though you didn't want to, and you, you, you know that you've got your favorite protein shake waiting for you after or coffee with a friend or going for brunch. It's like that reward system yeah. in a good way, a positive yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. And is that in, in the craving, the number two? So like creating that craving, yeah, like creating a reward for yourself. I feel like we always 
probably unconsciously do that. Like, don't we? It's like, it's like a refeed day, you know, that's yeah. what that is. It's like, yeah. oh, I can't wait for my refeed day. So then you're yeah. more disciplined and compliant throughout the week. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, and as part of um, just making things easier as well, just uh, designing your environment, as you mentioned, you know, sectioning the house out. So um, or things like that. But then also one for exercise, for example, leave your gym clothes out on the bed. You wake mm. up, they're there. I used to sleep in my gym clothes in winter in Melbourne because it was so damn cold. I'd sleep in my clean clean gym clothes, tights, everything that were on. I woke up, all right, let's go straight out the door. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I used to do that as well because that's like, I feel like getting going is the hardest thing sometimes yeah. in winter. It's dark, it's cold, and, like, you just want to get up. And I know for me I have to get up and get dressed straight away because if I put my yep. hoodie on or I put huh. my robe on and I make coffee, I just waste too much time, like, yeah. lounging around. I just need to get up and get dressed. That's so true. I've been sleeping in my robe. I don't know. I just love my robe. Oh, who doesn't have a fluffy robe? <laughs> Yeah, it's so good. Um, so that's craving. And what's the next one? Reward. Mm, yeah. So like we sort of spoke about having like treats for yourself. Um, and I feel like when you're dieting, you learn how to find rewards that are not related to food, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It, integral to be able to do. But like a lot of people don't. A lot of people still like look forward to the cheat meal or like they try they and still reward language. themselves. Yeah, I don't know. I'm saying that intentionally. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. It's Mm. the C word. It's not good. Yeah. So for me, like at the end of the week, I might like, you know, massage or whatever we've spoken about, like different things, just going for a walk around the shops, catching up with friends, calling family, like having days off and just creating rewards for yourself in other ways that do give you that sense of satisfaction. Yeah, because naturally we still want short-term rewards and gratification, even if we are working for something long-term. So even if your goal is to lose X amount of weight, for example, um, you know, buy don't wait until you've reached your goal weight to buy that new dress. Like buy yourself new things along the way or Mm. new active wear or, you know, reward yourself with something, um, you know, and because it it helps. It helps us, you know, going. So that's why it's important to recognize, you know, our little wins along the way as well mm. the I'll last thing you want to do as well is like live in that like what is it if i'll be model? happy when yeah, yeah. Oh, that hurts me yeah that hurts me when i see people like oh, i've, I've got to lose 10 kilos and then i'll be happy yeah and i'm just bullshit. like it's like what we talk about with a prep like you got to do it for the process like mm-hmm. do it for the actual process the like if you obsess on the strategies and the processes the thing's going to come you know, it's going to happen eventually. It's just a consistency and a, a time thing. But yeah. yeah, people get so fixated on the end result and then they get there and it's it's more often than not underwhelming, Yeah, um, especially when it comes to body composition because I feel like people think, oh, well, when I get shredded, then I'll be confident. And mm. we know that body confidence mm. really got nothing to do with how you look. Yeah, it's you know, the opposite. It's, yeah, it's whether you've been diligent with your processes, mm. whether you've like been following a structure, whether you've been compliant, like how you feel about yourself. So, you yeah, know, when you when you look at rewards, like probably the same, like make it small, make it frequent, make it yep. enjoyable, make it reflective. Yeah, have fun with it. You know, surround yourself with people doing the same thing as well. Yeah. You know, like you and I. Um, yeah, we just became friends over having the same process and the same enjoyments. Yeah. Like that's what it's about. And that's where the reward is as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, and then the last one, number four, 
reward. Oh no, we just spoke about that. We spoke about we missed response. Response. I want it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're going, we've got a visual that doesn't match up to the notes, but that's okay. We learn in different styles. Yeah. Cue, <laughs> craving, response, and rewards. So that's yeah. it. Fantastic. Yeah. And now a lot of people think that, okay, we're chasing our goals, we're creating habits now, and they just fill their plate. Or in my case, what I used to do was fill my Google Calendar with mm. useless shit feeling busy, feeling productive, you know, and it's still really rewarded now with people. The more stressed I am, I'm successful mm. or, or, and that's really not the case. So mm. we can't confuse um, being busy with being productive because you yeah. might make one good move in the day and that's your productivity and that snowballs into your success. Yeah. Something I sort of came to the realization, like, well, uh, you know, the last sort of six months is I used to have a real sense of like, when I felt exhausted, I'd worked hard. And I don't know if I'd spoken about this mm. sort of thought on the podcast. I think I might've spoken to you about it. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, there was like this sense of like, when I was really tired or when I was really exhausted at the end of the day, like that I'd had a productive day of work because yeah. in the past, that's, probably what it was like you Mm. know when I was working in the hospital it was like usually the the more exhausted I was the more shit I'd done throughout the day right so it was correlated whereas now like that is just so not the case and I can Mm -hmm. see that being busy all the time and trying to be busy all the time and actually feeling busy all the time makes me less productive yeah less productive I get to the end of the week and I'm like can't think like I've got, I've got nothing left. And I think, um, yeah, it's so common because it's the same with workouts. People think like, oh, well, if I'm not exhausted or if I'm not tired, mm. then it wasn't a productive workout. Yep. So, yeah. Actually, that is a brilliant example. You mentioned sort of burning out by the end of the week or by the end of the week, you can't think. And then that's the same with your workouts. If you slam yourself, you'll get injured or you'll plateau yep. or you'll just get rid of the program that you're on because you're sick of it. It's the Mm. same sort of thing. Like, Mm. but we are so rewarded for that behavior that we think it's good. And we compare ourselves to other people. Oh my God, they're really busy. Like they're successful. What am I doing? Um, And it is a habit that's hard to break. Like it was hard for me to break that coming out of uni and then having back-to-back appointments all the time. So sometimes when I have that space sometimes I notice like getting a bit anxious oh Danny's mm. not really doing anything trying to creep up in my mind mm. and then it's like no it's okay I need a clear mind for my own sanity I'm a human not a working machine it's okay mm. clear yourself now settle yourself now you'll be able to make better decisions later when you yeah need. yeah and it's really only through slowing down and like realizing how much more productive that you are when like slower is faster it's not until you actually learn that for yourself that you go oh it's like a ta-da moment I know it was for me because it's so easy to say it it's so easy to say it but when you're living it like it's only through hindsight that you can actually be like look how much more productive I have been working less hours right wild wild realization because it's just not what is ingrained in us. Yeah, yeah. And the more that you get your systems in check, you don't mm. need to spend those hours on those little tasks again. So having awesome systems and processes and a team and all of that uh, gives you more free time as well. So yeah. Yeah, you know, we all have to be there at the start doing the nitty-gritty and all of that. But then yeah, really ask yourself like 
is there something every day that I'm doing that can be systemized or automated? Mm, can I yeah. ask for help? You know? Um, <laughs> yeah. You got to man. You have yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. And it goes for no different, like being in lockdown as well. Like when it comes to like asking for help, like, and, and slowing down, not always trying to be super busy. I know that was something I sort of struggled with, like feeling like everything's so slow, but I'm still in overdrive. Yeah. Right? Like I'm still in overdrive and everything. I think I talk about this like every time I go home, like I'm still moving at Melbourne. Yeah. Pace. Oh, yeah. And then it's like country living. And yep. I feel like that takes a little bit, like when you're in lockdown to really then start slowing down, then you might start sleeping in a bit more. Then you yeah. might start lazing around and watching a bit of Netflix. And then you feel like you're, you're speaking a- to my soul. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like I'm like, oh my God, Trevor, that was you like last week. Yeah. yeah. It's only yeah. hindsight though. Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with it. But then that was a perfect example of environment, you know, Mm. you being in Melbourne, the fast paced, everyone's on a mission to get shit done and all of that. Um, And then going back to Swan Hill, where it's a lot slower, and you notice that initial change, but then you start to embody that, that slower energy. Um, And that's great, if that's what you want. But then on the opposite, if that's not what you want, then Mm. it wouldn't be ideal to place yourself in an environment that would have that impact. Mm like you doing your exercise in the lounge room while Luke's probably wanting to play the guitar or play cod or do anything like that. Like environments are just so powerful. Mm. Um, So that's why in lockdown, it can be a little bit of a shock to the system. Um, But then even, you know, not in lockdown, it's important to note your environment. Are you doing work from in your bed with your laptop? Will your body start to associate being in your bed with work instead of sleep? Things like that, so important. Yeah, because our brain doesn't know the difference, right? Mm. It's the same as like why you walk into the bathroom and you need to go to the toilet, like you need to pee. Oh, why you open the fridge and you're hungry. When you're right near the toilet, I feel like you're out, like you're busting. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, that was very... That's happened to me when I was little, obviously, more so. Yeah. But, like, when you're already busting and when you're yeah. right near the bathroom, it's like, fuck. <laughs> but it's the same as, like, you walk past, like, a barbecue grill and you smell the food and you're like, oh, my God, I'm so hungry. Like, yeah. I could eat that. It's that cue. It's that trigger. It's mm. making you literally physiologically salivate. Yeah, Because that's, yeah. What our, that's how ingrained our bodies are. So if you're, like, using your phone in the bedroom, you know, then you're you're going to be heightened and more activated laying in bed, right? Yeah. And that's just where that environmental zoning just becomes so important is, like, I'm really big at, like, eating at the kitchen table. Like, that's where I yeah. eat. You know, yep. like I don't work, I don't do it. Like that's where I eat. Yep. Um, and the same with like, you know, the kitchen, obviously you cook your food in there and the lounge yep. is for relaxation and your office Good. is at work. And, you know, that can be really hard when you don't have that control. And that's why mm. like home training can be really hard to like motivate yourself. Yeah, You're not unmotivated. It's just Mm-mm. you're literally like adapting to your environment. And that's maybe why like, with my spin bike I'm like oh it's just a little bit harder to do it in the lounge room oh of course because your body associated that with the relaxation zone now for people that don't have a massive house if you're in a one-bedroom apartment or whatever you can section little corners so have a chair where you read your books have a spot where you sit with your computer Mm. or where you watch the tv you can still have that zoning within your house um Mm. but i think that's why and for years i've always like fallen asleep if i'm lying on the couch with a blanket watching tv i think my body just and it's so annoying for whoever i'm watching movies with but like (laughs) 
I'm always asleep because yeah. I think my body thinks that I'm in bed because yeah. I've never been the type to have a TV in my room growing mm. up that I'd watch TV in or anything like that. When I'm in my bed, I'm sleeping. But then, mm. yeah, I've noticed that with like being on the couch, always falling asleep. Mm. Yeah, so interesting. And I even think back to the like lockdown 2.0 in the apartment. I used to like set the gym up in the lounge room. So like, I'd get my big... um like I got this like big mat thing from like Rebel Sport, get that out, get the barbell out, the bands out, put Luke away. (laughs) And I'd like set up my little gym and then I'd have to like package it all up and it was like this corner of just like all the barbells and the weights and the mirror that was there for like two months. There you go. It was hard. Do you Mm. know what I mean? Like it was so hard to gear yourself up to do that. Yeah. And I just have massive like respect for people that are doing that at the moment because I know how incredibly challenging it is like mindset wise, not physically, right? Like we can it's all it's not a physical thing. It's more just like a mindset, like mental thing. And I think understanding that you know, you may feel that way and that that's okay and that that's normal, like Mm. can really help to like normalize you to get through it. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, that's where that, you know, reward system comes into play. Like wake up, get your workout done and then do something fun, like something Mm. that you enjoy or work out with your new favorite music or TV show on. Or I I remember when I was doing um, back in Melbourne, I'd put like my favorite rave music on on the TV when I was working out, you know, that only worked for one day. Then I'm like, fuck this the next day, but you got just got to be creative. Yeah, Um, yeah. But there are there are habits that will not serve us as well, like always having the TV remote out or mm. like having a lolly jar or lots of chocolates out on the counter, just things that you can see you're more mm. likely to do just because they're so quick. But yeah. it can work the other way. Like you might forget to take your vitamins in the morning because they're tucked away in the back cupboard. Well, have mm. them all out so you can see them. Yeah, yeah. It's just about creating friction between you and the habit that you either do or don't want to. So if you've got a habit that you really don't want to do, like, for example, like, you know, eating a box of TV snacks, like maybe you can have them in the house, but maybe you can put them on top of the pantry, like out of sight, out of mind, you know, you're creating friction. So all of a sudden, you know, when you're 5'3 and you're jumping to try and get the TV snacks, you're like, hang on, (laughs) do I want this? Yeah. Yeah. Luke does it. He's got like a little box on top of the pantry where he'll be like, put them in the box. Uh (laughs) So you put them in there. And then like what you said with the supplements, like I keep Mm. mine next to the kettle so I don't forget and put the kettle on, do the things, you know. So it's just about either creating or reducing friction between you and the the behavior that you want to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that's really important because people identify with, oh, I'll never be disciplined like so-and-so. I'll never be this. I'll never be that. Well, you know, we're not all that different. We've just set ourselves up in ways for the win, okay? Mm. We've, you know, put friction between the habits that we don't want and we've allowed ease towards the way that we do want through environment, through, you know, having them, having our supplements in in our eye, you know, by not having the TV on when we don't want to, things like that. So mm. there's not that much difference between people. It's just how have they set themselves up for the win? Mm. And identity as well. You sort of triggered a thought in me and of mm. like how important that identity is. Um, and something that like resonates with me when I think of that is, I've always said to myself, I'm really bad at names. I'm really bad at names. Can't remember people's names. Um, And I think it was just because like with work, I would just like new patients every day, you know, and I'd just be like, oh, the lady in 119. So name again, you know, and that was just, 
of course, you know, that's the way it was. Whereas now like having clientele and all those sorts of things, I've made like a conscious effort, of course, to learn everyone's names and make sure I remember people, faces, like interacting, etc. cetera. Um, whereas now I'm like, I'm, I'm good at remembering people's names. Like I'm really good at remembering there people's you go. names. And I just tell myself that. And I think yep. now I'm not a person that's not good at remembering people's names. So I Amazing. feel like you are like a product of what you say you are, of course. Mm. Um, but I hadn't really had like a real practical example until I started noticing that being like, shit, I don't forget people's names anymore. One, because it's an identity. And when yep. you have an identity, that's an important to you. That's a priority. So for me, it's a huge priority. Like, of course. Yep. So I'm just not that person anymore. Yeah. And that's so important because then your language will reflect that identity, your actions, your environment. Mm. Um, It's like, for example, someone who wants to go running rather than saying, oh, I have to run this morning. Say, Say, I am a runner. Yeah. How would the runner act? Would they be sitting down watching TV or would they be out there with their shoes on Mm. doing what they do? You know, like, yeah, identity is everything. So Mm. catching yourself out on that language is massive. Thanks Mm. for bringing that up. That's really Mm. cool. Mm. And it reminds me as well of like in the book, he talks about um, smoking and quitting smoking Mm. as well. And he, because that's a really easy one to think about that identity. If people offer you a cigarette, right, and you're trying to quit, like you're already, you've already been a smoker and now you're trying to give up you know mm. instead of saying like oh i don't want one you say i don't smoke amazing I, as if anyone if you're like i don't smoke and they're like well just have a winnie sky blue i'd be like nah, the we- fuck? I don't smoke. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so then say, if you claim that new identity like people will stop pushing things in your face and you'll start believing it and acting like it too yeah yeah love that for sure Mm. that's really important so i think the first part is just to you know acknowledge any let's start on a positive acknowledge the habits that serve you but then Mm. also start to think about hmm, what have i let slip am i Mm. staying up past midnight now watching tv or have i been you know snacking on this snacking on that so if you do want to change something just be aware of it to start off with and then try and play around with your environment so it's a little bit harder to slip into that habit because they don't happen all of a sudden one kind Mm. of feeds into the other like you stay up later watching TV. Hmm, I'm going to have a snack with that. And then you're, mm-hmm. you don't sleep as well. And then your morning routine is gone because you're sleeping in. So as you mentioned before, that domino effect, I would love for everyone just to reflect on one or two things, you know, that they may have let happen like that to sort of stop it in its tracks and have mm-hmm. a bit of fun with it. Yeah, for sure. And I guess just as well, being like realistic with the goals and Mm. the habits that you're trying to include. And like what we spoke about habit stacking, like you should be like eight or nine out of 10 sure that you can do this habit every day. If it's anything less than that, it's probably too much. And I say this because the more that we believe we can do something or the smaller, like what we mentioned, the one percenters, like you almost say, well, of course I can do that. You know, I can meditate for for 30 seconds. I can do that. (laughs) The smaller, the better. Right. And then if you have that inner belief, you're more than likely going to do it. Whereas if you're like, I'm going to meditate for half an hour a day, you know, all of a sudden, like mentally, it seems like there's a lot of friction or it's a lot of time and you start creating excuses. And then all of a sudden it's a big domino effect and you feel like a failure. Mm. So reward in itself is achievement if you can make yourself achieve at something that is going to give you a sense of success. And that's really what you want to be able to stack on top of each other over time. 
Yeah, amazing, amazing. Mm. So I suppose for me, one habit that I'm going to work on that I probably let go was probably my bedtime. Like I've been yeah. some, sometimes, you know, watching um, my show up until maybe 11. And it's what is it? crazy. Queen of the South. I mention it every bloody podcast <laughs> episode. And I just watch one TV show because I don't binge watch shows because that would just, I don't know, it's, it goes against my values because I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to. Nothing mm. wrong with that, but um, I'm staying up a little bit later and I'm just noticing it. The difference between going to bed mm. at 10 versus 11 for me. So oh, yeah. I'm going to be that person. I'm going to go to bed a little bit earlier. Um, mm. And another one, I think for me, um, what the tool that I would use, we're working on a big um, thing together that requires a lot of filming. So it's going to be a quite a mundane task. So I'm buying some new activewear for it. It's like that reward system. Yes. Um, I don't know. They're two little things. The joy of lockdown, mate. It doesn't, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're the two things that I'm going to work on, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think um, sometimes habits slip a little bit and I think that's mm. normal. Do you know what I mean? We can't, we're not going to hit things every day. Like yep. you're going to have good days. You're going to have not so good days. The, the main thing is that you just learn from it. Like what you've just said, like, oh, I'm just noticing, like I've let this slip, you know, and I just need to pull it back. I need to increase that that sleep opportunity because it makes me feel better and just yep. noticing that as such. And I think for me, um, like something that I, you know, have probably let slip a little bit is just my morning walks, you know, okay. like, I'll still get out, but I would like to make them a little bit longer, you know, because I just know how much benefit that gives me at the moment um, yep. and just how much easier it is to hit a step target when you get it done early, you know, um, do the hard thing first. Um, so that. for me, that's something that I really need to just focus on again. And what's the other thing? There was something else that I need to focus on. Oh, yeah, just mm-hmm. having down more downtime. Okay. You know, I think from Beautiful. lockdown, it's just sunrise and sunset, right? It's mm-hmm. like, what's the difference? And I just feel like, oh, shit, like I, I need I need to adhere to my downtime, like what we spoke about and notice how much more productive I am, having yeah. that, you know, that that time completely off to just Netflix and just chill out, right? Mm-hmm. So for me it's about right. being disciplined to do that as well. There you go. We're kind of the opposites again, yin and yang. <laughs> Mine's yeah. watch less TV, yours is watch more. How yeah. good. <laughs> Compromise, right? Compromise. beautiful well said Mm. yeah well that's all for us today um speaking all about habits so like what we said super important that habits are a big part of your focus uh particularly if you are in lockdown at the moment even more so just to make sure you've got some routines some rituals and sticking to the processes that you know do serve you if you did enjoy this episode make sure you take a screenshot um tag the level up podcast and share it on your instagram story thank you